what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And today's podcast 132 is all about money mindset. And this is a buck freaking share, people. Okay. Okay. I'm just telling you. I feel like money mindset is definitely something that a lot of people need to work on. And they don't understand that if you don't work on this, money is not going to flow freely to you. And we're going to keep on having money making conversations. So maybe listen to this one over and over and over and over again. Okay. That's what I think you should do. So with that said, the letter of this podcast, episode 132, is E as an eagle. So E as an eagle, and we are uh, we are rocking and rolling. Make sure you screenshot this. Make sure you share it. Make sure you put it in your story. And for sure, tell a friend. I appreciate every single one of you. I hope you love this episode of the show. Participating that with me. <laughs> so I'm really excited today. Uh, money mindset is something that I think is a topic people don't talk about enough. And maybe it's a conversation about abundance. Maybe it's a conversation about, you know, permission to have money. Um, I'm going to get probably pretty deep in some of this stuff because if I could guess, a lot of you have probably had, it's almost like you have to brainwash yourself sometimes because of essentially scripts that your family or friends or whatever have said in your life for for your entire life. Um, I joke around sometimes because I remember um, people, my mom or my dad or somebody would say, you know, close the window. What are you trying to air condition the entire state of Maryland? Like things like that. Or driving in a car, we would never use air conditioning because it takes more gasoline if you turn the air conditioning on. And I'm like, I mean, that carried through. I remember driving, uh, you know, in, in my RAV4 even, which is not recent, recent history, but it's recent history and being like, I'm not going to use the air conditioning because God forbid it takes a mile per gallon off of my whatever. Um, and meanwhile, everyone's schwitzing and you've got to change your clothes and now you're doing more laundry. So let's really think about what we're doing here, people. Um, like, you know, just little stupid money mindset things that you might not even realize, but then it, it falls into everything in your life. You know, not to call any champs out. I won't calling you out by name, but it's like, I know that lack of, of abundance mindset and that lack of, um, you know, money mindset mentality is why some of the champs were getting, and it still happens to stay, they get cars they don't want, right? Like they have this budget to get, uh, they have $800 a month baseline. And it, it seems to, it's like almost like they don't, the chat um they okay so all the champs feel attacked that's fine yeah take shelter together the tornado's coming through okay um I didn't have to use her name like it's funny to me though because you're given $800 a month most of them currently had car payments of say $500 a month if they would have gotten their dream cars that are $1,300 a month, whether that's a bougie Range Rover or G-Wagon or whatever it is they wanted, it wouldn't have cost them anything. They're getting a free $800 a month. Does that make sense to everyone that's like listening now who's like, I'm going to be a champ. Yes, I'm trying to teach you and brainwash you right now to get the car you actually want. Okay, okay, okay. So um, instead, a lot of them got Jeeps because the Jeeps are, they're cheap. Jeeps are not expensive cars. I will never forget like three days after I'm calling her out because she called herself out three days after Brittany gets the freaking Jeep. She's like, I mean, I don't even like it. Like, I mean, it's like, it's okay. I mean, it's kind of cool. You can like take a roof off, I guess, but like I could take a roof off and something else. Like she did not even like, there was no, Oh my God, I have a Jeep, you know? And like, Sydney's like, Oh, you know, like, I mean, it kind I got it. Cause it kind of looked like a mini G wagon, but like it doesn't at all. And it's not at all, but like, it's like, um, white, like a G wagon could be. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my God, seriously? Okay, and so this is all a 
money mindset conversation. And, and that's just one example, but how many of you do it all around things in your life? And it's maybe it's triggered through something in your past. And I mean, I think everything really is. And so if you're looking for more wealth and abundance and things in your life and things don't have to be possessions, it could be trips, it could be whatever that is for you. It starts with money mindset. And so if you can change your money mindset from scarcity to abundance, it makes your life very different. Like Brooke Porch, I'm glad you said that too. You know, Brooke drives a BMW, but like she said, oh, I just wanted a car with zero payment because I was scared, right? That's, that's scarcity. She was scared, oh, what if I drop from champ? I don't know, Brooke, have you ever? Hmm, let me answer for everybody on here. No, okay? Not even close. Not even kind of, okay? Brooke Porch is the chief. She's not dropping from champ, okay? Not gonna be able to do it, all right? And so it's crazy because not only is this car boosting her credit score, allowing her to get the dream home that she deserves to put her four babies, husband, and animals in, and herself, like, you know, it's doing all these things for her, but that's the power of of this business is, I mean, it's not going anywhere unless you kind of choose to let it go somewhere. So, I want to talk about this. I want to help you change your money mindset so that you make more money um, and so that you are more abundant. And uh, let's rock and roll through this, okay? Because our mind is very powerful. How many of you notice how powerful your mind is? What your mind sees, your mind, uh, you know, your, your brain or whatever they say, conceives, right? So what you see, you can conceive, you can create. And so our mind is very powerful. Our words are very powerful. And we use them the right way. We can change everything around us. We can change our entire lives around. And if we do that, everything should change for you. And I understand there's people on here uh, who have probably struggled with finances their whole life. Maybe they grew up in a household like that. I can relate. Okay, it was like everyone was in debt. Everyone's struggling. I still remember that jankety old, like Oldsmobile from God knows what year, like 1970. I don't even know what the heck we were driving. I remember I dropped a quarter in the seatbelt thing, never to be able to use that seatbelt ever again, you know, but we couldn't get it repaired because that's like $200. So you just kind of rode dirty in the back of the Oldsmobile, you know, and you hoped it didn't get pulled over because it's totally illegal. Like it is what it is. We just had enough to survive, right? And so, you know, we, we could blame people. We can blame our parents. I mean, sometimes it's fun to blame your parents sometimes. Uh, but, and I kind of, I kind of feel like they brainwash us in a bad way because they say things like, we have enough. Enough is enough. Like, what do you really need? Do you really need? The shoes are just good if you have shoes. I'll never forget. I, I was saying I was going to get a Range Rover. I put it in the center of a dream board. And the first person who saw that dream board goes, I mean, do you know what the oil changes cost on a Range Rover? And I was like, I don't think that people who drive Range Rovers care about what the oil change costs in a Range Rover. Like, it's not really what you are thinking about when you're driving. I love the reaction. The whole zoom, like, did an arm thing. Okay, that was really cool. Like, it was like a C. It was almost like we were doing the wave across the world. That was really dramatic, and I love it. Like, people, it was like, I don't know. What, what does it cost, like, 300 bucks? I'm not, I don't think you're concerned about 300 bucks if you're driving a $1,200 car, if I'm not, or a $1,200 a month car, a $100,000 vehicle. So, I mean, uh, no, no, I don't think so, okay? Uh, nope, okay? So, um, I, I, we kind of have to blame ourselves, though, because we, we accept that. We accept what our parents and friends and teachers and whoever else say about us. We, we accept those things as our own reality and so that's what we really have to do is we have to instead of having such a limited belief about money we have to flip it into an abundance of money because here's the interesting thing about money money's not even real does that make sense to you like I 
I cannot, I cannot go to a bank and take out the money that's in the bank. That paper literally doesn't exist in the bank. They go, oh, I mean, we have to order your money. I'm like, what, do you have to print it? Like I went, when Corona started hitting, I tried to go to the bank and take out 50 grand. It was an ordeal. I, no, 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 we don't have that. I said, how much can I get? Oh, I don't know. I got to ask my manager. Oh, we only have $10,000 left in the bank right now. That's all we can give you today. I'm like, oh, this, this bank that's worth billions and gajillions of dollars. You have $10,000 and we have to give it to you in 20s. Is that okay? What in tarnations? Like that's absolutely mental. Okay, this is a true story. Oh, well, you can order it. You could order $50,000. We don't have that. That is a lot of money on hand. Is $50,000 really a lot of money for a, for a bank, an, inst- an actual institution, a, bi- a building to have? Like, what? So I want you to think about that. Because then what really is money? What is this paper that's sitting around and they can print at any time? You're putting this limit on it when the limit doesn't exist. They let it hit the printer button on a computer and the Federal Reserve can print another billion dollars. So why can't you have more of that? And sorry, they can print more pounds. They can print more euros. They can print more loonies and toonies, my Canadians, more pesos. Okay, they can print more yen if a Chinese on the team popped on here because we have some of those. Okay, like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's not real. So the idea that there's, oh, well, well, Amanda's allowed to have this much, and Megan can have this much, Jesse Lee can have that much, Brittany that much, Brooke that much, uh, we've got this much reserved for you, Erica, okay, Joanne, this many toonies for you, like, that's, that's, I don't know what your other things are called, I just know Looney and Toonie, because it makes me think of Looney Tunes, all right, like, I just, it's kind of crazy, Okay, and that is holding you back in life because it's in your mind somewhere that you're not going to have enough to save, right? The bills, oh, I, you know, after I pay the bills, I'm not going to have enough funds to save. And then, uh, you know, all, I have enough to cook myself dinner every night, but certainly not enough to, to go out and try new things. I certainly couldn't go out and eat at a fancy restaurant. Oh, I can't afford the organic food, even though I know that it's going to make me live longer. Like, oh, I can't pay the extra dollar, right? I'm going to eat the chemicals instead. This is such a side note, but like I took Wookie to the vet yesterday. She does not have cancer, by the way. God bless. But I took her to the vet. She had to get x-rays. I had to put her under. She was there for like five hours, okay? I get my, I get my baby girl back. She smells like they literally bathed her in Lysol. And I'm thinking, and it made me actually, th- I mean, terrible. Like it's, she smelled like they sprayed her down with Lysol, which if they did, I'm going to have to kill them. So anyway, like in my mind, I instantly thought to myself, and she was like in this haze, this daze, and I know it's because of chemicals. And I started thinking to myself, y'all know Lysol and Clorox and all this stuff is actually killing you. You're not stupid. But like the, the, the organic cleaner costs an extra $250. I mean, y'all know it's true. Y'all know it's true, right? Even these little things in our life, we don't actually notice that right? We don't even notice that. And so I want you to think about the things that you might even be considering as guilty pleasures. That's, it's not a guilty pleasure to want to live a higher quality life, okay? And so, I mean, some of you are like this with vacations. Some of you are with this with the kinds of hotels you'll stay in. Some of you will go to a national event, to an Empire U, and you'll look for the Airbnb with like the roaches in it where like, it's cool. I got shoes. I'll stomp on them. It'll save me $100. Instead of being in a 
in a, a hotel where you don't have to like look out. Oh, oh, we're in an area of town. I definitely can't walk outside. If I walk across the street, like well, I said, no past sundown. Like, let's just, let's not go there. So I want to go through some of these things. These are some ways I really think that you can transform your money mindset and live that abundant life every single one of you deserves. And I feel like I've probably attracted a lot of you to me because you've seen the way I just don't live in scarcity. Now, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm fancy. I think we all know I'm not fancy. But I think sometimes people will join me specifically like all of you have because you're like, God, there's some level of hope there. Like if somebody like her can come from nothing and this actual lifestyle of poverty and turn around an entire mindset and turn into abundance, which by the way, I have my moments, then I want you to kind of think about how maybe the things I'm about to say to you will definitely work for you. And so let's start with the first thing I think you should write down, which is please just forget about what people told you as a child about money. Sorry, I'm thirsty. I gotta take a sip. I'm not sorry. I'm thirsty. I gotta take a sip. All right. So let's do this together. How many of you have parents who told you something? I'll let you finish the statement for me. Money doesn't grow on. Oh, oh, wow. We all have the same parents. Holy smokes. I didn't know that every single one of you had the exact same parents as me. We're brothers and sisters for real. We must be blood relatives. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, no wonder why you joined, you specifically joined me. I'm your long lost sister. How about that? Money doesn't grow on trees. Mm. Mm. Okay, you know, I feel like I was a pretty smart kid because a comment that I used to say with my brother Nathan all the time to my mom and dad, especially my, my brother Nathan, because he's a, he's a smart one, we would both tell them all the time, yes, it does. Money's paper. <laughs> okay, we used to say this all the time. Okay, like I mean, <laughs> we would tell our, we would tell my mom especially. Yes, it does, mom. Uh huh. Uh huh. Money does grow on trees. It's paper. We can make as much money as we want. My mom didn't think that was funny, you know. But I still to this day think it's funny. I think you should teach your kids that. So when the, the teachers at school say, "Y'all don't, you know, don't waste your whatever," don't. You know, don't, don't, whatever the heck these stupid teachers, I mean, teachers are really amazing. So, I mean, like the, the stupid teachers, that's not an overarching statement, right? Teachers are incredible. They should be paid a billion dollars a year, I think. That should be their annual salary. But like the dumb teachers who teach those terrible lessons to your children, right? Like seriously, I want your kids to go to school whenever quarantine's over, okay? And I want your kids to be the one who's like, Actually, Miss Crystal, my mom and dad said money does grow on trees because it's paper. And my mom, Evelyn, says that paper can be printed at any time. And so money can be printed at any time. Money, money is abundant. It's an abundant resource. Limitless. Okay? So if you do have kids, like I know a lot of you do, both Crystal and Evelyn did, which is why I do, which is why I said their names, don't let them make the same mistakes we did. Okay? Don't let them make the same, same mistakes we did. But I will also just say... So much of our belief system around this does come from that. It comes from our past. And so that's really my next thing is just forget about that. Just forget about what other people told you about money, okay? And forget about the belief system you've even created for yourself, okay? Because some of you, as an example, maybe you've done network marketing before. Maybe you were even on this team before and then you quit and then you came back and whatever. And maybe you joined a business, you started a franchise, you opened a restaurant, you did whatever, and maybe you lost a lot of money, 
Okay. And it, and it's like some of you, if that has ever happened to you, some of you turn that into your new reality where you're like, oh, I should never try again. I should never go all in again. And I'm guessing those of you who said, said things like Brooke just said, where she said things like, um, you know, I just didn't want to get a payment in case I lost something. That's actually probably coming from a past trauma where maybe she made a weird financial choice when she was 16 or something right? That maybe affected her for a couple, maybe it was school. Like how many of you have schooling that you're still paying off freaking debts for? And so now you make weird financial decisions now in your present around your business because everything seems to be a risk because of something in the past. And so if you want to be abundant around money, you can't do that. You can't because I'm telling you, Every single person on here, you, you, I don't think you can make six figures necessarily with a nine to five in whatever your career path is. Some of you for sure can, but I can also promise you that in this business, there's not a single person on this line who can't make six figures, seven figures, eight figures in this. And I will tell you the cool thing. I was talking with Eric Worre, so was Brittany Anderson the other day, and you know he was saying it's crazy. It used to be this huge big deal when you would make six figures a year in your network marketing business. And like, I remember that that's still my generation, right? That's that. I mean, this is eight years ago, but if you were a six figure earner, it was this holy crap. Now it's like, even those of you who are on here are like me, no, you're, she's not talking to me. I'm talking to you, Alexa, Amanda. I'm talking to you, Andre. Like I'm talking to you. Absolutely. I am. You can, what is the baseline you're going to choose? It's totally up to you. Right, this, this, this profession has become so abundant. I'm not guaranteeing it to you because it's gonna require work, but I am telling you, I'm speaking to every single one of you. Because there's some of you on here who don't yet know that you are leaders because you're brand baby new. There's a lot of brand baby new people on here. I wanna tell you, guess what, friend? Guess what? Yes, you can. You absolutely can. There's, you don't think you're a leader because you're brand baby new. Yes, you are. The one person you need to lead in your life around this money mindset, around your business, around where you want this business to go, it's you, right? There are I, I, active frontline recruits. I have 410. I just looked in my back office. 410 frontline recruits are still, quote, working their business. You are the ones who showed up. So before you get down on yourself and you say, oh, I'm not the leader. I don't know if I'm making Jesse Lee proud. Are you serious? I screenshot this every time to see who shows up so I can say, hey, oh, you wanted to do a coaching call. That's funny because there's a frontline Zoom every single Friday at noon Central Standard Time. Where are you? Right? Like the Hawaiians woke up early to be on here. The Europeans are on here in their afternoon. They're missing dinner time. The Australians showed up. Like, I don't really want to hear an excuse. And so for those of you who are like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm a leader. You, you, the one person you need to lead is yourself. And so for you to take the initiative to lead yourself here, don't ever give yourself that, that like, don't have the audacity to insult yourself to say, oh, I don't, I don't think I can make six figures. Of course you can. Of course you can. It just goes back to, you got to brainwash yourself sometimes. Right. And so I want you to focus on that though. It, it's like Eric was saying, six figures has almost become this like, oh my gosh, I know you might be brand stinking new. You've never had success in anything. I'm telling you right now, if you're on here, Nicole or whoever, Jackie, Frida, you make six figures. He was saying seven figures has become the new six figures. Ask Brittany. She can nod her head. Yep. That's what he said. He's like, sorry, but seven figures has become the new six figure. It's like there's a new seven figure earner that pops 
this is annual, right? Constantly. And I look around the Zoom and some of you I have years of relationships with now. My God, for sure we have seven-figure earners on this call. You could, you could not convince me of otherwise. I say it all the time. All the time. And the idea now that, oh, you, you want to really get attention from the world of network marketing, you got to be an eight-figure earner. I'm like, sheesh, what's it going to be in a decade? Like, but that's abundance, though. Abundance is something that it, 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 it's ever-flowing, right? Money's always coming. I just talked to you. You could actually print the money if you wanted to. So shift your mindset around that. And I would concentrate on focusing around making sure you're spending time and energy around people who have actually had success. And have actually made a lot of money. Because all of us are born rich. Whatever rich is is for you. Rich is not money. Rich is so much more. You don't have to come from a wealthy family. Every single one of you has it in you to make a lot of money. So hit the beep, beep, back it up, deletion, bye button. And forget your past money problems. They're gone. They're gone. You have an opportunity. to. You chose to join me. You chose to surround yourself around somebody who's extremely abundant. That makes good sense. Okay? Stop spending time around the people who are like, oh, I don't know about that money. I don't know. You know, it's hard to make money in 2020. Really? Really? I don't know. If you've got a cell phone, baby, you got, you got options. You got options. And I'm not saying you need to want to make the six, seven, eight figures. I know some of you... That's not your goal, and that's beautiful as well. Every single one of you, if it's a gas, a tank of gas, that's your goal. That is a beautiful goal as well. Just understand that money flows very freely, okay? A quick tip around this as well is that I want you to do this this week, and we'll share it next week on our Zoom. Track your money, every penny in, every penny out for the next week. Every trial you sell. Every penny you see on the ground, you pick it up. Money is power. Every random, you know, order you get, it gets written down. You get a paycheck from your job, you write it down. Whatever it is you need to do, I want you to focus on it. Because where you put your focus, your energy is going to go towards it. You're going to get more of it. That's just the way it works. And so I want you to think about that. Because I'll tell you, when I focus on my trial sales, when I celebrate... Every 5, 10, 15 day trial, every up cup sale, every every little teeny tiny whatever, I, I just want to tell you that when I do that, I get a lot more trials sold. Anybody else, if they've ever tracked, if they want to say in the chat, if that's worked for them in the past, it's because your focus is on it. And all of a sudden, you start paying attention to if you swing by Subway and you spend $5. If you swing by Starbucks, you spent $6. The things you don't even notice you are paying money for. You start writing down like, seriously? Why am I getting gas again? Oh my God, I've been joyriding. Why am I joyriding? That is not smart. Or whatever it is. You start noticing at the grocery store when you stop and you pick up the pack of gum and it's $1.25. Or whatever it costs, right? Or when you stop and you, whatever, you understand. So track, track, track your money, okay? Because I want you to change your money story. And I know it can be easy sometimes to, to, you know, forget, if you will, about difficult situations. But you know what? If you do have debt or if you are finding yourself in a high stress, problematic situation financially, even more than the people who are not in debt, it's more important to change your feelings about this right now. Because it is very tough, very hard, if not darn near impossible, in my opinion, to attract abundance and attract wealth into your life, trick your mind, if you will, okay, if you're in this state of lack. 
If everything around you is, oh my gosh, oh gosh, I have to pay for this, I have to pay for that, oh my gosh, my daughter's cheerleading uniform, seriously, oh, if everything is negative around it, you really need to change your mindset around it. You need, and and I'm not saying be stupid and take, you know, a credit card and go hog wild and buy luxury things when you maybe are struggling to put food on the table, but I do want you to start thinking, Right? I want you to think about buy something. It doesn't have to be something crazy, but maybe something that you know will make you feel so much better. It can be very small. It can be that organic food, like I said. Because when you start doing little things like that, money, I, it sounds weird. I sound probably like a crazy stregapazza, crazy witch. Okay, but like all of a sudden money starts flowing to you. I can't explain it to you. I really can't. I'll use the example of... um. I missed the chat. What said? Oh, I love that. I love that that goal. So what? I missed the chat. Oh man, I just saw something in the chat. Okay, but I will just say, um, like it's really cool. Right before Courtney and Joshua moved here, like they're freaking out about money a good bit. Like I don't know about this. I got to spend all this money on this moving truck. Oh gosh, the car. Uh, like. These conversations are crazy. Then getting the house, it's like, that's a little out of our budget. I'm like, God, oh my God, it is not out of your budget. Like, because I can see visions of where your business is going to go more than you see the visions of where your money is going to go. And it's interesting to me that they spent the money. They got all uncomfortable and all, I don't know if we have money for that, right? They spent the money forcing themselves to stretch so they could get out of a situation, right? Like they were very uncomfortable with the move from Seattle to Texas. For those of you who don't know, it stretched them a ton. And then they get here and I can't, it is just, it's a law of the, I don't know what you want to call it. Law of energy, universe, God, blah, blah, blah. He provides, but like, it's absurd that the last two and a half months, the amount of money that has flown into the shepherd household, like not to make income claims, not to say whatever, but they had to spend thousands of dollars. They felt like they did not have. I want to say that they spent money. They felt they did not have to create a space for abundance to flow in. And so what are those things? Don't make irresponsible, psychotic decisions with your money, okay? But I'm I'm telling you, I know how much money they made last month and the month before and what they're on track to make this month and with their ownership pools. Friends, get at, take the, the space you are holding for lack and get rid of it and fill it with abundance instead. Make uncomfortable decisions. Right? What would you do if you spent, I don't know, $2,000 to put a down, I don't know, a down payment, is that a car, a house, I don't know, on something you know darn well you need, and then it freaks you out because your bank account is not that temperature you want it to be, y'all feel me on this, makes sense, you're going to elevate your action to make sure that money that you're used to seeing in your bank account gets whoop. And the funny thing is, this isn't actually going anywhere, so you're going to pass it and everything's going to move up. That's just the way it works. Okay. All right. So the next thing I want to say about this is I really suggest you create a vision board, a future board, a something board around this. And this is something I can really talk about for probably the rest of this call, or at least for, oh, we're already, never mind. I can definitely do it for the rest of this call. That's nine minutes. Okay. But I can do this for like nine straight hours. Okay. Because that law of attraction of things in your life that you say you want, I'm just telling you, Follow that future board training of Sarah Centrella's and make a future board. It's nuts what a vision board has casted for me in my future. To the point where like I put, 
um, an Aventador, it's a Lamborghini, on there. Then why two months later is there uh, a Huracan parked in my driveway? And then I really want the Urus. I want the Lamborghini Urus. It's the SUV. And I was like, I, it's crazy because I opened a magazine that wasn't even supposed to be at my house. This is a true story. It wasn't even addressed to me. And it's like some fancy Frisco whatever magazine shocker. I turn the page open. I mean, I guess you can probably guess where the story's going. Right in the center of it is a freaking Lamborghini Urus. And I've never seen an advertisement for a Urus in a magazine before. Ever. It was very weird. Okay? It's crazy the way that these things start to put themselves in your life when you allow space for them to show up. Okay? The next thing that I would say if you want to have... Um, more abundance in your life and this money mindset is be just practice more gratitude. Be more grateful for what you do already have because this is so powerful for changing your mindset, especially your money mindset as well. And so if you can find gratitude for the things you actually already have and then the way you're actually living your life and then being thankful for the things that are already parts of your life, it will shift your whole mindset, not just one thing. It'll almost filter um, filter out negative and let you focus on the things you're grateful for so you can attract more of that in your life. Okay. So, um, the next thing I suggest doing, and this is going to be so hard for some of you is start to love money. Oh, that's really cute. Lee and Tracy. I love you. Okay. Like start to love money and it's not like, Oh, the love of money. Oh, here she goes. She wants to have the love. She wants us to be terrible people and, and have a love of money. It's not like that. It's more like if you can't build a positive mindset around money, then you're having negative thoughts around it. Does that make sense? Being wealthy is a good thing. Money is not the root of all evil, okay? And so if, it, if, if you are evil, yes, it's going to magnify and you're going to become a more evil person for sure. But if you're a good person and you become wealthy, think of how much you're going to be able to give back to people. Think about all the, think about the things that wealthy people can do. Think about the amount of money that Tony Robbins gives back to feeding children around the world. Think about the philanthropy that Sir Richard Branson does around the world because he's a multi-billionaire. I want you to think about the charities that, that have opened because of people who are incredibly wealthy. You don't need to feel guilty for loving the ability to make money. And if it makes you uncomfortable to have a lot of money and knowing other people have to live in poverty while you're sitting there in your house on the hill that you've earned and you deserve, then give stuff away. If you can still have your multi-million dollar home and you can still give away a ton of money, Y'all, I think you know the way I, y'all know how I do the homeless thing, right? Some of you don't because you're new to the Jesse Lee show. I'm just kidding. Literally, if I'm driving down anywhere and there's a homeless person who comes up to my car or I, or whatever, I reach into my thing. I take out whatever bill that's there. And I don't think I even have $1 bills hardly. I mean, like literally ever, unless it's very weird. Okay. Cause I, unless I got change made or something. So sometimes I like, and I don't want to say accidentally because I don't think it's an accident, but like literally boom, like homeless people will get a hundred dollar bill. They cry like last, I remember it on Easter last, last, last year because I was on the way to church and there were two different homeless people. One got a 50 and one got a hundred and they were like, oh my God, right? Like think about that. That impacts me zero. My bottom line is impacted zero by something like that. So if you're somebody like me with a big old heart and you want to give back a ton to a lot of people, how can you give back to a ton of people if you have a fear of making a lot of money? You can't. You can't give back to people if you can't make money because then you're like, oh, I feel you, sister. It's terrible. Me too. I would rather you become so wealthy and abundant that you're like, oh my gosh, I was there. Let me help you. 
Let me help you. So I don't know, give money to charity. I don't know, start your own charity, right? You can figure it out. What percentage of income do you want to give back to people? Like I know the Hartmans give back a certain amount of money every single month in their life. I already know that. They've told me before, right? So whatever you want it to be, do that. Do more of that, okay? Um, I want you to be more confident around money, okay? And I know this is, there are men on here now, thank God, okay? Like, geez, it was getting very, very women only over, just kidding. I love it either way, okay? But most women especially underestimate what they're worth. So never do this. It is the worst thing you can do when it comes to your money, money mindset. You all have value to offer and that's what you need to be concentrating on. And so whether that is your, your business, whether that is extra services you know you offer, as an example, yesterday somebody was like, should I match uh, the amount of uh, somebody selling a trial for this much, should I match that? And we're like, no, absolutely not. What is the value that is offered not only by you, but also by say simple proven results? Heck no, if you feel like that's an upcharge, it's worth it. It's worth it. So you know the value of, say, our product. Can you have that same value around yourself? Can you have that same feeling of abundance around your own worth and your own value and what you can give to people? You know, I think some of you are scared to recruit because you're like, can I recruit? I don't think I can recruit leaders. You know, I don't know how to find, recruit champions. And I've done champ calls where I'm like, stop trying to recruit champions. Go find rank twos. Rank twos are what you're looking for. Turn rank twos into the leaders. Every single one of you was built and developed into a leader. Leadership is not a skill set you're born with, but you've learned it because of the things you have to offer then to other people. You have so much to value or so much to value, so much to give because of the value that you already have inside of you. And so when you realize you're worth a lot and you deserve a lot, You will have that money and you will treat yourself to something good. So be confident that you are worth this money. I really like what Brooke said earlier in the chat and I'm going to repeat it. Well, I'm going to paraphrase, but she was saying, if you don't think you, if you think you only joined the business to make a hundred dollars and pay gas, that's because you don't know yet. You don't know your own value yet. You don't know your own worth yet. There's, and, and that was me. I only wanted to make $300 a month. I thought, oh my gosh, that's crazy. People don't actually make this much money doing this kind of thing. I say that constant. I used to say that constantly. That was because of the amount of worth that I had for myself. So start shifting that. Start seeing yourself as different and abundant and valuable. And then God, the universe, whatever you believe in will start to reciprocate. It'll start to reciprocate. And so my, I guess my last thing, because we're over here uh, on almost at the top of the hour, set massive goals, okay? The problem with most people is that they're setting goals that are not big enough to motivate you to take massive action. If you were to set huge goals, and by the way, it doesn't make you less of a person if you don't hit your huge goals. It's the pursuit of the greatness that changes this mindset around stuff. Those huge goals fire people up. And so when it comes to money, think Big, dream big, see big. Whatever it is you're offering to the world in exchange for money, right? Because you get paid for solving problems. You get paid for adding value. There's somebody in the world who makes an unbelievable amount of money doing what you can do. Like I will tell you right now, and I love that. Brittany says, I'd rather fall short of rank three than achieve rank two because it's comfortable. Woo, sheesh. Yes, chills. Oh my gosh. There are people literally, I mean, look, okay, look, it's me. You're on my, you're on my, you're on my frontline Zoom right now, Okay. You know you can make millions of dollars doing this business because your direct sponsor does. And enough of you have spent a lot of time one-on-one or small group with me to know I am extremely accessible, 
I don't put myself up on a pedestal. I don't act like I'm better than any of you. We all started with the same opportunity, right? That should give you the hope that's necessary to take the action steps forward. And I'm not saying it's going to be super easy. I'm just saying, you know, it's true. Somebody, myself, had a huge goal that pushed yourself, me, to fire myself up, obviously. And so now, because of thinking big, everything shifted. I said this on a champ Zoom yesterday. I was like, guys, we're at the tip of the iceberg. We're at the tip of the iceberg. Wherever you are right now, whether you feel successful or not, you have not even touched your level of success you can achieve here. This includes me. So if you look at me like, oh my gosh, but Jesse Lee makes, who cares? That's the tip. This is the tip of the Jesse Lee iceberg. How big is this sucker going to get for you, Erica, Annette, Adele, Melly, Sarah, Linda? How big is this thing going to get, Crystal? Because you're just at the tip of your iceberg. Every last one of you. There are millions of people, I don't know how many millions, so there are people making millions, there we go, who literally get paid to travel the world and take photos and post it on Instagram. There are people who, who make millions of dollars by opening charities and then they get paid from their charity as well, right? There are millions of people in the world, definitely for sure, living their dream and making millions of dollars. There are millions of people who get paid residual income and work only a few hours a week and whatever. The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So shift from scarcity to abundance because there's no reason why you can't have this too. There's no reason why you don't deserve to have the things in your life. Give your kids the life they want. Give yourself the life you want. Travel the world the way you say you want to. And I know for some of you, you're like, oh my gosh, but I'm successful. It's hard for me to push myself. You are still at the tip of your iceberg. If you're super successful now, especially if you're super successful now, that should be a wake-up call. If you've had the level of abundance you have right now, that means you know that things can flow freely to you. So make it flow freely to you. I love this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, if you did, make sure you screenshot it. Please put it in your story and tag me. I need to know if you need more information on this. So today's fan of the fan of the show, fan of the week, fan of the day, fan of whatever is Mrs. A-L-S-U-P. Five stars. Get ready. Get fired up. I have never been a fan of podcasts or personal development. This blew that out of the water. I listen to as much of the show as I can get in. She's funny. She's real. She has awesome tips. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I read every single review. Hope you guys like episode 132 of the show. And if you did, let me know.